This is Toledo Symphony Lab, a behind-the-scenes look at the world of classical music from WGTE Public Media and your Toledo Symphony. I'm Brad Cresswell. Joining me in the studio today are the Toledo Symphony's president and CEO, Zach Vassar. We also have the principal second violin and artistic administrator, Merwin Sue, and the TSO's director of marketing, Vanessa Gardner. And joining us by phone, our music director, Elaine Trudell. Welcome to everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I know that was a little bit anticlimactic, but I'm having trouble reaching the soundboard from where I am. Anyway, that that, that worked out real well. And and we're off to a good start. This is I'm awake now. This is season five of Toledo Symphony Lab. Hard to believe we've been doing this going on five years, right? Yeah, it feels like seven to me. It feels like seven. That's not too bad. How's it feel to you, Elaine? Uh, it feels amazing. <laughs> Excellent. Well, due to the exchange answer. rate, only about three years. Oh, I'm Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm Canadian. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that's what I was getting at, ultimately. We have a lot of stuff to talk about today. Um, first of all, we want to celebrate the fact that we're still here for season five of the series. And we're not dead y- yet. You know, we're... We, a lot of things are going on at the symphony. We're going to talk about all of that, especially this Rhiannon Giddens concert that is sort of opening the season that's happening on Sunday at 7 p.m. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to do a sort of a Rhiannon 101 quiz, and that's going to happen throughout the course of the podcast. So I'm going to ask questions. Nobody answer. You all write them down. At the end, we'll find out what the answers are, and we'll see who got it right or not. But before we do any of that... I want to start out, as we've done in the past, with a little recap of what you guys did over the summer. This is sort of like what I did on my summer vacation even though summer has quickly flown by and it feels like it was barely a blip, you know, barely registered, I, I'm sure that some things went on. Who wants to start with uh, summer vacation? Let me pull up a little music for you. Okay. Hmm. I wish I had a summer that felt the way this music sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Very relaxed. No, it was a relaxing uh, summer in the Vassar household. Uh, girls got a little older. Uh, daughter uh, Gracie is now uh, six, turning 30, I think. And wow. uh, uh, she is um, it j- just amazing. So we had a lot of fun exploring her interests and curiosities this year through summer camp. That was fun for her. Uh Emily and I got to go on a little summer camp of our own. We got to go away for almost a week without the kids, which is the first time. So that was nice. Nice. Uh, We came back with some sunburns. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. Why don't we go in order? Vanessa, tell us what you did. Let me pull up some different music for you. Oh. I bought and moved into my forever home. Yay! And now, when you say amazing. forever home, that means that's like 
That means you're, you're stuck with me. Yeah, her. <laughs> Forever. Yeah. <laughs> no backseas. No backseas. <laughs> so are you all moved in then? I am moved in, yes. It's, yeah. Everything is awesome. Vanessa's nice. one of those annoying people who moves in in a matter of days and has no boxes and everything's on the wall and everything looks great <laughs> and uh, it makes me feel very ashamed that we still haven't fully moved in well, almost wow. three years later. I <laughs> mean, this is, this is my third big move in six years or so. So you're used to showing off. No, no, I just didn't want to see another cardboard box ever again in my life. Um, And I was fortunate (laughs) to have... Well, I have a surprise for you. (laughs) (laughs) I was fortunate to have a friend that was uh, a champ at breaking down the boxes and helping me get rid of them. So, yeah, it's my house is awesome. I'm very happy. Um, It's more than I could have ever hoped. How are the dogs? The dogs are loving it. They love to watch passersby. Um, How are the passersby? <laughs> passersby are great. Um, we have a squirrel resident up in the tree that has been named Slim Shady. Um, because is that the he, tree or the squirrel? The squirrel is Slim Shady <laughs> uh, because he is quite slim, but only temporarily now that I'm there. And uh, he has a couple of shady antics. So, yeah. Oh, it's not because he lives near a tree that's no, no. shady. Okay, I, I was... <laughs> no. What are his shady antics? What does a squirrel do that's shady? You know, he kind of hides in the branches and, and cackles at, at <laughs> my dogs and at other things. And um, he's very unsure of the food supply. Um, so it, it's... Yeah. He's very H- tentative. Hiding the tree and cackling. You sure it's not Merlin, right? <laughs> It's a squirrel. <laughs> nice segue. Wow. Uh, okay. Speaking of Merwin, <laughs> let me turn your music off, Vanessa. We, we'll get something here for Merwin. Let me uh, see what we got here. <laughs> there we go. You guys know what this is, right? It's yeah, because you just blasted it in my ear about oh, five minutes ago. I love a good ago. tarantella. It's a, it's a tarantella. Morning. Do you know what a tarantella is, where it came from? The idea that if people got bit by a tarantula, they would go crazy and dance. And, and the tarantella, I mean, it, it sounds kind of mean, like they made up this music to accompany the dance. Now, there's the other theory that maybe maybe the dancing and the music is what got rid of the effects of the spider bite or the tarantula bite. We don't kind really know. Kind of like know. horse dewormer, right? They're, they're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's exactly. your, uh, your fun musical fact for the day, folks. Yeah. We're, not, we're not going down that path, definitely. But music Irwin, meets poison. <laughs> Merwin, you've got about 40 seconds left of this music to tell us what you did this summer. Well, it's going to be animal-related, and it needs to be a lot slower, because we also welcomed a new family member. His name is Scuttle, and he is a Russian tortoise. Oh, Perfect. That's so That's so soothing, and it yeah. applies to his mental process. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he's wonderful. It's so much fun to feed a little Russian tortoise and watch them saunter around the backyard. So it was Very a so What's the difference between a typical tortoise and a Russian tortoise, besides the vodka? <laughs> <laughs> Russian tortoise doesn't need to be in the water, right? As no, much. no, it's, it's yeah. more of a desert-based tortoise. Yeah. Very nice. I just want to let this music play out <laughs> while we, we go over to you, Elaine. You're still there? <laughs> okay. How how was your summer, Elaine? Did you actually let me pull up something a little more. There we go. This is the music that will forever be identified with you. 
I, I always get the funky music. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us about your summer vacation. Uh, well, uh, summer vacation is very short. Too. Uh, we had a very nice July so during all pro months of the month. And then after that, I took uh, a very long vacation at home with my with Madeleine, uh, who's going to turn five very soon. Uh, and um, she actually, it was, a, you know, you have some moments that are like breakthrough moments. So now she can swim uh, and now she can do all these things that she was not able to do uh, two months ago. So uh, now she, she went from being a baby to being uh, a little girl. So uh, it's uh, it's great. I'm a little bit sad because, you know, it uh, means she's growing up and it's um, just like that. They will get, uh, how do you say, emotional about this. But, but yeah. it was amazing. We had a great vacation. Wow. We spent a lot of time outside, a lot of time uh, going in the pool. And uh, it was nice. Very nice. Yay! How so, about you, Brad? You, you have, have to tell us about yours. Oh, Lord. Well, let me You're hoping that you're off the hook. Again. Oh, you have your own. Oh, you have your Tarantella. Yeah. <laughs> so do you feel bitten or are you dancing out? I'm, I'm dancing on the inside. <laughs> as we I can sit, see it in your speak. eyes. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing you can see because we're all wearing masks still in the studio uh, as a precaution. Uh, what did I do? I took my kids on a couple of day trips and I also went and spent some time in New York City, my old stomping grounds, got to reconnect with some friends, so that was good. All right. There's my summer story. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I have to imagine when you go back to New York City and reconnect with some friends, it's not like you're sitting there having high tea with your pinky out. Like, is there <laughs> any misbehavior happening <laughs> knowing that you used to hang out with some <laughs> opera singers? Yeah, what happens in New York stays in New York, as, <laughs> as we say. I'm imagining anyway. a karaoke room in Koreatown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but moving it, on. All <laughs> Wagner. <laughs> exactly. Moving on. I I, I mentioned that we're going to do a, a Rhiannon Giddens 101 quiz. And normally we do all the questions at the same time and, and have the quiz be a standalone feature. We're going to weave the quiz throughout the uh, mm -hmm. episode today. Mm -hmm. And what we're doing is we're calling it a minute quiz, right? It's minute. So, yes, yeah. indeed. You get one minute during which I'm going to ask the question. You have to write down your answer, okay? So we'll start with a very easy question. Let me pull up the minute quiz music. There we go. Okay. We actually got 100 seconds. Rhiannon Giddens grew up in North Carolina. She attended the North Carolina School of Science and Mathematics, which is a high school. What Midwestern college did she attend? Was it Ohio State? Was it University of Michigan? Or was it Oberlin? Don't say it out loud. Write it down. I didn't really think this out because now we got 30 seconds of music <laughs> while you scribble. But you can ask okay. us the next, next question if you'd like. No, no, no. I'm going to save it. We could just move on to the next Yeah, I'm going to stop it. So that's question number one. All right. uh, before we, we talk about Rhiannon Giddens, let, let's talk about the season as a whole and more specifically what's happening in September as we're... Uh, having this first episode of the podcast, it's during the September activities. Yeah, Zach, you have your hand raised. Do we get to figure out where she went to school, or does that come later? That'll come later. Oh, okay, I'll tell thank you. you. Right. Yeah, no, there's no answers in the quiz. No. 
<laughs> We're not giving any. We have answers. to send these in a self-addressed stamp down below <laughs> yes, to the station. Exactly, with plenty of box tops and you know soft drink can <laughs> lids, whatever they are, tabs. Yeah, we need <sighs> as many of those as possible. We just send tote bags. And I'll remind you what the questions were at the end. <laughs> I, this is our first time doing this, so you know if we stumble a little bit, that's okay. It, you know, I can always bring it's like up, moving back into campus. You forget which yes. way the meal hall is. It, I have a note here that that you know if we ever get stuck, I just go to this. <laughs> Push an emergency. Yeah. <laughs> so let's hear about the season, right? Now the the season, the overview of the season is called Face the Music. Uh, Vanessa, do you want to talk about all, everything that's happening as as we embark on a new season of uh, Ooh, Toledo everything? Symphony? Um, well, uh, you've got one minute and twelve seconds. <laughs> okay. No, uh, let me so let me turn off the music so you the, don't have that. The uh, the theme of Face the Music was actually Merwin's idea. Uh, I'm just taking all the credit for it. Excellent. Um, uh, Merwin came up with this idea of facing the music in a number of ways. One is seeing the faces that we haven't seen in a long time. Um, unfortunately, masks are still an issue, but hopefully maybe those will resolve themselves. Um, facing the music in terms of the diversity of artists and um, composers that um, our audience will hear and see on stage. Um, and then facing the music in terms of asking ourselves, what is our responsibility as a performing arts organization to impact social change in our community? So those are questions that we're asking ourselves and examining um, with our um, BIPOC composers and guest artists. And Merwin can probably add a little bit to that. But that's that's the general overview of, of the season. I think in a way, it's also a chance to both look back and look forward. I think it allows us to reflect on kind of the spirit of kind of resiliency and adaptability with which we kind of leaned into, a, you know, certainly a crisis, not just in the performing arts um, during the 2020 and 2021 season. And I think it allows us to kind of move forward with that kind of same sense of adventure and forward thinking and hope. And I think that's, that's really kind of the spirit that I think that we we really also felt in our communities. We felt s- supported by our community. We, I think, in a, in a way, last year we made ourselves very vulnerable as an organization um, by kind of being present at a time when maybe not all organizations were able to be present, yeah. and then to feel the community coming together. And now it feels like we're not just facing the music by ourselves, but we mm. have. Uh, a collage of people, mm, a mosaic mm. of people who are kind of joining us to do that. And it's it was very heartening. Yay! Wow, very enthusiastic. Okay. Hang on, that music means it's time for question number two of our oh. quiz. Again, this is about Rhiannon Giddens. We, we know she's a Grammy winner and that she won a MacArthur Genius Grant. Which of these awards has she not won? Is it the Country Music Association Awards? Is it the Legacy of Americana Award? Or is it the Steve Martin Prize for Excellence in Banjo and Bluegrass? Which of those has she not won? Scribble, scribble, write down your answer. Country Music Association, Legacy of Americana, 
or Steve Martin prize, A, B, or C. Now, do I have to be using a uh, number two pencil for this quiz? No, that's okay. You okay. can you can use the, the blue pen the blue that pen. I gave right. you. Yeah. Do I have to fill in the oval altogether, or <laughs> yes. can I put an X? You I'm know, sorry, Alan, you don't have a blue pen. Those kinds of tests were so far in the past for me that I, it took me a while to figure out what you were talking about. Anybody remember what they're called? Scantron. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> All right. We're good. We actually made it through the entire minute of that minute waltz. Anyway, so face the music. Um, you know, Merwin, you talk about the, the symphony continuing a season of sorts during the pandemic when so many other organizations more or less completely folded. And one thing that I hear from musicians themselves, and I'm not talking about Toledo Symphony musicians, I'm talking about the the wider business as a whole, is people giving kudos to the TSO for managing to keep a season alive, managing to find a way to perform. Uh, Tapas streaming is one way that you address that as well. It, are you going to continue with the Tapas streaming platform in the future? Vanessa, you want to talk about that? Yeah, we are continuing Tapas streaming. I'm very, very excited. Um, <clears throat> we are also keeping many of our series in the peristyle um, because that's where all of our equipment and our production for Tapas streaming resides. And, and it was just a much simpler way to be able to continue to do that for all of our series. So um, Chamber, Pops, and Masterworks, as well as a spotlight here and there, will also be live streamed um, and new this year we've added an all-access pass so similar to Netflix or Disney Plus um, you can pay a monthly fee you know if you pay annually it's a little bit less than the monthly mm -hmm. fee um, and then you get access to everything so you don't have to purchase individual performances you can go back and watch something after the fact you can watch it live um, if you were at the concert and you want to relive the concert you can watch it again and um, we still have apps on Apple TV and Roku. And for those that do prefer to purchase um, one concert at a time, you'll be able to do that right in those apps. Yeah, so, so that's we're gonna really great. we're gonna change the uh, the meme and say Tappa and chill, right? That's gonna tapa be the and chill. Tappa and chill. <laughs> Can we Basically. use that? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Hashtag. Excellent. Everybody's writing it down yeah. now. Yeah, very good. Hey, Thank Elaine, you. you still there? <laughs> Yes, I am. Are you like doing your laundry or something? Yes, I am. <laughs> okay, excellent, excellent. Uh, you want to weigh in on on your feelings as you embark on this new season? I mean, we're not completely out of the woods yet, but at least you're able to travel a little bit and you're able to connect physically with the audience. I mean, what what does that mean to you? How how does that feel? Oh, wow, amazing! Well, we saw each other last week, right? So that, that was yeah. about two weeks ago. So we had, we had a great time seeing each other. I was able to reconnect with a lot of my my friends in Toledo and all of you in person. And I, I'm really excited. This, it's like this long, long, long wait, and this uh, it's like being uh, I'm 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 out of my timeout. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you weren't in a timeout. Oh. That's me. <laughs> No, but I, I'm really excited. What What is also the one thing that I'm really excited about is that, you know, first of all, it's true that uh, we were one of the very few orchestras in the country that continued to play last year. Uh, and, uh, you know, we don't say it enough. I mean, there was a, a little bit of a chance we had to take for that. Uh, you say, okay, are we doing it? We're not doing it. Some, some other organizations uh, saw 
you know, some benefits. I'm not doing it. But uh, I think the, the greater good of our community was more important than whatever uh, kind of uh, easy path could have been taken. And I, 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 I mean, of course, musical community, but, but the community, the, the, the people who come to the concert, because we were able to give them a little bit of normality. Uh, which is something that was very difficult in the last year, last few years. Um, now what, what we're bringing is even more, we're bringing more people to the stage. So the orchestra is going to get fuller and fuller as the year goes along. So we already have what, you know, a pretty standard orchestra we're going to be able to put on stage, uh, soon. So, you know, we were able, uh, to continue last year, but with all the regulation, all the rules, we had to be very careful of having orchestras that were more, and, uh, you know, the kind of repertoire we could play was more Mozart, Beethoven, which is wonderful. I mean, you know, Beethoven is one of my very favorite composers. But this now we can come and have a more uh, full spectrum of repertoire. Yeah. And uh, this, these are other faces <laughs> you're going to hear, not really see. But, you know, you're going to be able to see uh, an array of, uh, of different composers, stuff we've missed, you know, and bigger stuff. Like, you know, some Mahler, some... Uh, uh, There's the Mahler bell. You said the magic word. <laughs> yeah, we, we got the quota in. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yes. you, Elaine. <laughs> sorry, sorry to interrupt. Please go ahead. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> so anyway, so we're just happy to be able to share music, to be together with more of our players, and to bring, uh, you know, so many of the works that people actually really love, Tchaikovsky symphonies, uh, you know, more Rachmaninoff, uh, more of our own music, lots of American music on the program, and uh, to, it's really exciting to be able to have more and more of that. And you know, as we move towards even more normality and uh, and what we do, so this is very exciting. And for me, I, I can't even begin to tell you I'm how excited I am to come open the season with all the programs. Uh, we have a, a, a special event before uh, Rihanna's concert. Then I'm there for them. Then we do Masterworks one. Really excited. Yeah, that's wonderful. Oh, time for another Rhiannon quiz question. Okay, here we go. Rhiannon Giddens also attended grad school studying opera at the University of North Carolina in Greensboro. What role did she sing while she was at that college? Was it Susanna in The Marriage of Figaro? Was it Susanna in Carl Floyd's Susanna? Or was it Rosina? in the Barber of Seville, A, B, or C. Susanna, Susanna, or Rosina? Rosina. Okay. Elaine, are you playing from home, or are you just listening? Oh, no, no, I'm playing. I'm playing. That, that's a tough one. This, the, okay. The, the, actually, I think I got I, I got the first one right. The, the second one... Well, don't say the answers. Don't say the answers. No, no, yeah. no, no. They, no, they no, get no, more no, difficult no. as we... They get more difficult as we go along, right? Just like Canadians. Exactly, just like Canadians. <laughs> very good, very good for you. I, I give yeah, you. A... Yeah, yeah, but we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, well, uh, Elaine, what I was one thing that I was thinking about while you were talking about the season getting bigger and more composers and what have you is I think people will celebrate the fact that you are um, doing Messiah again as a peristyle. I mean, that's something that so many people. It's actually at uh, Rosary Cathedral. At Rosary Cathedral, yes. I stand corrected, or or sit, as it may be. (laughs) But, you know, this is a great big extravagant uh, thing that people become accustomed to Mm -hmm. over the years. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they're going to be able to uh, 
partake in that again. I mean, that's just one of the many highlights. It will be my first Messiah with the orchestra. Wow, excellent. Because, of course, I've done it a lot, they've done it a lot, but it will be our first one together, and I'm very excited about that. Hallelujah. I, I, <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> yes, we, that's the next step is for us to record the Hallelujah Chorus. But it's we, raining on ends. <laughs> we, we, won't, we won't do that right now. Oops, wrong one. There we go. <laughs> I'm uh, continuing my tradition of hitting the wrong sound cues. It's okay. They're place. only labeled. Yeah. Let's uh, talk about September. Well, and, before we do, I just want, I want to yeah. jump in here because I, I, I can't underscore how excited I think all of Toledo is to have Alain Trudel back on the podium regularly. So we're excited as as collaborators and as, as a team. I know that many in the audience are very excited to to see and watch you, Alain, because you're just so much fun to watch. And uh, the number of times your name appears in our season brochure, I think, is just such a, a great statement for, you know, the, the time that we'll be spending together this year. But this is a really great opportunity just to, to tell our listeners that uh, you know, Alain will be here for many more years. We've uh, yeah. happily extended Alain's contract with the orchestra. And um, that uh, news is going out, I think, as we speak. And uh, we're just really thrilled for all of the joy of music that we get to experience with you over the coming years. Well, that's great. I think that deserves a fanfare, definitely. <laughs> okay, excellent. <laughs> now it's official. <laughs> yes, now it's official, definitely. So let's talk a little bit about what, what's happening this month. We're going to go month by month as we move through the season. So there are a couple other concerts Pull yourself happening. together, man. <laughs> a couple other concerts happening in September. Hey, Zach, I got plenty of these, you know. I, I'm, so we're only starting the season, so, you know, <clears throat> hang in there. I'm fine. I'm fine. Who, who wants to jump in and talk about Who's the, crying? Uh, you're, you're crying. The other two concerts. Here, let me. There we go. Remember that sound? The roulette wheel? Okay, Vanessa, go. Yeah, I thought that was going to land on me. Um, okay, well, I'll skip Rhiannon. Um, what, we're going to talk about that a little bit more in depth, but um, the next concert after Rhiannon is coming up for air with Toledo Ballet. It's a new work choreographed by Michael Lang, our resident choreographer. Um, and this is part of both dance and chamber. It's held at the Valentine Theater. And... Um, this is going to be a really interesting experience, if mm -hmm. if I could use Michael's word. Um, you know, it was originally conceived thinking that we might be in a post-pandemic world. Um, and the, the idea of coming up for air after a long time of, you know, breathing being taboo. Um, it, it Since we're not, it's taking on a little bit of a different um, sort of approach, but uh, that sentiment is still there. Um, the idea that the the arts are healing, um, that we can find um, something in music and dance to help us through a variety of situations. So this is paired with Oliver Arnold's Chopin project, um, chamber music of Chopin with uh, Toledo Symphony Musicians. And each movement will have a contemplative uh, thought or guidance to reflect or ponder and I think it will be a really really nice uh, way to spend an evening so yeah. that's coming up for air um, on September 18th and 19th Excellent, excellent, and hopefully we'll talk more about that in, in the future and get Michael in here maybe and can talk about it. Mm -hmm. I yeah. think of, of that, uh, the music, so it's not just chamber music by Chopin, but it's a lot of reimagined music, so I mean Chopin's in there, but uh, yeah. Oliver Arnold's has kind of put his own stamp on it it's very similar to how Max Richter recomposed Vivaldi's Four Seasons. 
has kind of just a meditative quality to it. So very nice uh, experience and way to kick off the season. Well, speaking of Chopin, here's our next Rhiannon Giddens quiz question, right? Don't blurt out the answer. You just have to write it down. I the question yet. Okay, well, here's the question. Her podcast, Aria Code, done with WQXR and the Met Opera, breaks down one opera aria at a time. In the episode about Igor Stravinsky and the Rake's Progress, Johnny Cash's daughter is a guest. What is the episode title? Is it I Walk the Line? Is it Ring of Fire? Or is it A Boy Named Sue? <laughs> one of those three. Right? A, B, or C. I Walk the Lion, Ring of Fire, or A Boy Named Sue. They have great titles for all of these podcast episodes. So everybody should be writing that down, and we'll move on. And and maybe we should talk about Rihanna now that we're, you know, kind of in that frame of mind. Let me pull up some music here for her. There we go. Wow. She would be so pleased. (laughs) Yes. Well, tell us why this particular piece might have some, might speak a little bit to what's going on with her right now. She lives in Ireland. Well, uh, she, I know she. <laughs> <laughs> she's um, she's been working with uh, um, uh, a musician. Uh, I think they recorded an album in Ireland. Francesco uh, Teresi is his name. Yeah. Uh, but it's a wonderful new album called "They're Calling Me Home." Uh, came out I think earlier this year and it uh, has just influences from all over the place but uh, definitely uh, moments that lilt yeah mm-hmm. I mean you know I did it kind of as a novelty we won't leave that on for the whole time but um, it's better than a Tarantella <laughs> <laughs> so you got that going for you do you have any, yeah. do you have any palacas on that board no I can't say I do but I, let me make a note watch of your that. language see what I can See what I can do in the future. Uh, let's talk about Rhiannon Giddens. We, we, who among us is, has been a fan of hers the longest? If if you've been a fan for more than the duration of this podcast, raise your hand. <laughs> I, yes. think, I think it might be me. Um, yeah? <laughs> I, oh, Merwin, let's been, hear. I've just been blown away by the sheer breadth of her talents. Um, like, she plays the violin and the viola. <laughs> <laughs> Not at the same time. But besides that, she's and the a, banjo. She's an amazing banjo uh, player. Yeah. She's a you know classically trained soprano. Um, she's a great writer. She's a great composer. She she just has a way of connecting to human beings yeah. in music and in words that to me is just absolutely stunning and. It's so incredibly honest and is refreshingly direct. I've I I remember the very first time I heard a song of hers was a song called At the Purchaser's Option. Mm, right. And it's a song that um she was she drew inspiration from almost what would be a almost like a classified ad for the mid nineteenth century. Um but it was something that um, reflects on kind of a darker portion of our nature, our nation's history when, um, when a slave was being sold and her child was offered at the purchaser's option. Mm-hmm. Right. And I originally performed this song on string quartet without knowing what the words were and could just sense the anger and the passion and I was I need to find out more about this song and just kind of 
fell into this internet wormhole <laughs> yeah. all of this amazing oh my gosh she she wrote a ballet she does a podcast you yeah. know just right all of opera these, yeah, also, yeah yeah um, i mean just all yeah. of these all of these amazing things so yeah. i can't wait to to really be in the presence of a genius and you know it's not just a macarthur grant that says so i think it, there's just a real yeah. sense of that so well, coming from you it, she's like the genius's genius because, mm-hmm. as we know, Marwin, you're a genius, right? We've covered that several she's already times. Already won the quiz. Janet finished asking all the questions. On this show, I mean, we talk about some people being a triple threat. She's like a dodecaphonic threat, or whatever the. the, the I don't phrase think would her be. opera is twelve tones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, you know, that's what we do here. But just an amazing talent. Now she's going to be doing stuff from that new album, right? Elaine, are you uh, conducting this concert, or how is that working? Yes, I am. This is a really great show. What I like about this is that it pays tribute to history, pays tribute to folklore, to all where music comes from. Because, you know, Brahms, Dvorak, uh, Tchaikovsky, they, they, they take a lot of music from, you know, music they've heard when they were young and the, and the folk music. And uh, often we forget about that. So uh, what I like is that there's a certain tribute that's being paid uh, I, I don't know if she started off that way, but uh, it's like when you hear uh, with Marcellus, you know, you hear the history, the tradition, and there's a link there. So we can identify also in the pop world uh, and the pop, uh, more popular music world and classical music world to that tradition, that long lineage of music that's been there for a long time, uh, even before we were writing music. And that's what you feel when uh, when you hear what, what she's doing. So it's, yeah, she does all these things, but it's kind of only normal that she would do all these things because in her head, what she hears is this uh, this history of music and it's coming out. So I tried to put some uh, some orchestra works that would uh, that would pay tribute also to so different kind of uh, of uh, folklore that would go with that. So no, I'm very very excited about having uh, Rihanna Gibbons with us. Yay! Well, we want to mention again, the concert is at the Peristyle this Sunday at 7 o'clock p.m. Uh, you can find more information about all of this at ToledoSymphony.com, including links to the streaming platform that we talked about earlier. Let me pull up the uh, Minute Quiz music again. Time for our next Rihanna Giddens question. Okay, Rihanna Giddens worked a second job in college so she could save up for a banjo. What was the job? Was it singing opera at the Macaroni Grill? Was it word processing for a temp agency? Or was it selling pianos at a music shop? A, B, or C. Singing opera, word processing, or selling pianos? What was her second job? And as soon as she got enough money to buy that banjo, she quit the (laughs) second job. So... There's your second-to-last quiz question for Rihanna Giddens. Whoops, let me stop <laughs> that again. That, now, before we um, move on, let's mention that she is doing that Shapiro lecture. Uh, you want to talk about that, Zach, so we know what Yeah, yeah. So uh, this is a really neat thing. Uh, so I'm not sure if folks are uh, aware of the... Uh, the Edward Shapiro Distinguished Lecture Series at the University of Toledo. Ed Shapiro was an economics professor at UT, uh, and he left an endowment to the university that that made it possible for world-renowned speakers to come to Toledo. Um, and it, it's a really interesting gift to give to not just the university, but also our city, because each of these lectures is free uh, and open to the public. So 
uh, this year, uh, Rhiannon will be presenting the the Shapiro lecture uh, the day following her concert, uh, and that will be at the Peristyle as well. So that'll be uh, Monday at 7 p.m., and uh, she'll be uh, focusing on music and its connection to social justice. Um, and if you if you consider some of the music she's performed, I think she's an expert to be having this conversation. Yeah. Um, but the you know the the Shapiro lecture series has brought some amazing people to town. Uh, Ali mentioned Winton Marsalis a couple minutes ago. He uh, appeared here in 2011 on the Shapiro series. Uh, Audrey McDonald, who performed with the orchestra back in 2017, also appeared with the Shapiro series uh, the day following, just like Rhiannon will be. Right. Uh, Andrew Young, E.J. Dion, uh, 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 Tony Morrison, uh, Oliver mm. Sacks, you know, just some amazing minds and thinkers uh, have come to Toledo because of the Shapiro series. Well, that's fantastic. Well, we're Yay! glad to be a part of it. Um, I also just want to mention something um, interesting about these uh, two events um, that our audiences and, and patrons should be aware of, which is that um, at Miss Giddens' request, um, everybody in attendance, both on stage, backstage, front of house, as well as audience, will be asked to show proof of vaccination or a negative COVID 19 test yeah. uh, within three days of the event. So um, that is something that we um, we talked a lot about implementing, and we're thankful to the museum for their support to implement this. And again, uh, um, at Ms. Giddens' request, um, all of her personnel will be fully vaccinated. And and so we ask people to you know try to arrive early, bring um, either a copy of their documentation uh, or a picture of it with their photo ID, um, and that will help us you know expedite everybody to get in and enjoy enjoy both of these events. And that will will be in place for both the performance and the lecture. Yeah, she's had a lot of uh, posting on her social media about this happening with her various appearances in September and the, the fact that she's taking these precautions. She's trying to steer away from getting into this whole debate over masks and vaccines and all of that, but just doing what she feels is safe for her band, for the musicians, and especially for the audience. Mm -hmm. So I think we all can get behind her easily uh, in, in that regard. Mm -hmm. But we can find all this information at, at the website, right? At Toledo That's Symphony, ToledoSymphony.com. Yep. And we will be live streaming this performance. So Excellent. Um, yeah. This yeah. will be part of the TAPA streaming yep. platform. Mm -hmm. Again, that concert Sunday at 7 p.m. That's at the Toledo Museum of Art Peristyle. Rhiannon Giddens with the Toledo Symphony. Our own Elaine Trudell at the podium. Okay, we're getting close to the end of our quiz. I've got another question here, and then we'll go back and go through all of them and get the answers, all right? So, Rhiannon Giddens, what was her main exposure to opera before college? So this is while she was growing up. Was it Bugs Bunny, Kill the Wabbit? I mean, that's all one thing, Bugs Bunny and Kill the Wabbit, right? <laughs> was it Beverly Sills on The Muppet Show? <laughs> or was it Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? One of those three. And maybe two of those three. Because <laughs> I, I, I found two different interviews with her where she said two different things. So <laughs> we're going to say two out of three. See if you can pick the correct two. Okay. Now it's time to go back 
and check all of our answers. You guys have all your answers to the questions? There were six questions, yes? Yeah, six right. questions. Six questions, seven answers. That's <laughs> yeah. just how it's going to be going. Let me, let, me, let me get some appropriate music for this. Okay. Oh, no. Zach's favorite. Question number one. Rihanna Giddens grew up in North Carolina, attended North Carolina School of Science and Mathematics. What Midwestern college did she attend? Was it Ohio State, University of Michigan, or Oberlin Conservatory? Everybody at the same time? Oberlin. 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 Yeah. <laughs> she studied opera at Oberlin. Fun fact, she turned down a full scholarship to Carnegie Mellon University because of its reputation for musical theater. She wanted to study opera instead of musical theater. Question number two. We know she's a Grammy winner. She won a MacArthur Genius Grant. Which of these awards has she not won? Country Music Association's Awards, Legacy of Americana Award, or the Steve Martin Prize for Excellence in Banjo and Bluegrass? A, B, or C? I want A. I want A. Everybody's voting A. A? Yeah. A? Okay. That's right. Just call me Merwin. The Country Music Association Award. She has not won. She was nominated in 2017. Okay. She also attended grad school while studying opera at the University of North Carolina in Greensboro. What role did she sing while at the college? Was it Susanna in The Marriage of Figaro, Susanna in Carlisle Floyd's Susanna, or Rosina in The Barber of Seville? A, B, or C? Let's do a quick lightning round. Of... I went A. I went A. I went B. Hang on, let me see. Uh, what it is. <laughs> okay, so everybody who said A, yeah. Everybody oh. who said B, which was Zach. Yay! <laughs> Susanna and Carlisle Floyd. Susanna. She even talked the director into letting her choreograph the square dance in the <laughs> opera because she was big into dancing. So that was uh, her contribution as well. Let me get the music back. All right. Must you. This is perfect for the next question. Her podcast, Aria Code... Which is an amazing podcast, by the way. I mean, if you're not listening to this one, you should be listening to that one. (laughs) After you're done here, go on over to uh, WQXR.org. So each episode breaks down one opera aria. There's an episode about Igor Stravinsky and the Rake's Progress, which features Johnny Cash's daughter as a Mm -hmm. guest. So what's the episode title? Is it I Walk the Line, Ring of Fire, or A Boy Named Sue? A, B, or C? Well, so as the resident Sue, I had to choose A Boy Named Sue. (laughs) You know, it's it's spelled S-U-E in this song. Oh, no. Sorry, it's okay. Uh, I picked B, Ring of Fire. Ring of Fire. Okay, what do you say? That is Walk the Line. It's a great episode. Yeah. What do you say, Elaine? Well, <laughs> oh, I, I had it too, for sure. Okay. Elaine got it correct. All right. Zach and Elaine. Boy, Zach is in the lead. Okay. It's going to be a hell of a season. Rhiannon Giddens worked a second job in college so she could save up for a banjo. Was it singing opera at Macaroni Grill? Was it word processing for a temp agency? Or was it selling pianos at a music shop? Elaine, let's start with you. A, B, or C? I think she sang at the grill. Yay! Okay. I had that too. Okay, everybody else agree? I had the temp agency. <laughs> I had the, the word processing. I had macaroni. Yeah. Okay, so what was her main exposure to opera before college? Was it Bugs Bunny? Was it this tarantula song? <laughs> no. 
Was it Bugs Bunny? Was it The Muppet Show or Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? And there's actually two out of them, out of those three, that she mentioned as cultural operatic influences on her growing up. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Beverly Sills on The Muppet Show. Okay. What do you say? I uh, have that too. I have Mr. Rogers. And what do you say, Marilyn? I had the last two. You had Mr. Rogers as yeah. well? Okay, so Mr. Rogers... I have, the, I have the Muppet Show. Mr. Rogers is... Oh. Muppet Show is... Yay! She also did mention Bugs Bunny in one of her interviews, so, it, you know, if somebody were to have said Bugs Bunny, that would have been okay. But those guys, you all said the Muppet Show. So, uh, what do you got? I can't read that. Oh, as Zach is showing me, is five out of five. Five out of six. Five out of six, or seven, or whatever the number was. Yeah, showing me your paper. I forgot that I asked you to write them down. That was so we could prove. <laughs> that's so we could prove what you guys said, right? You I don't see a lens answers. Yeah. I'm five out of six too. Five out of six. Okay, everybody wins. Yay! I didn't. No, me neither. <laughs> I never do those. So that was Brett, a. I'm going to give you some applause here because that was that was a really neat way to do the quiz. A little well, bit I was just going to ask what yeah. you thought of that yeah. that format. Well, before we go, we should mention, um, you know, of course, the Rihanna Giddens concert. But there's some other stuff happening. You talked about Vanessa, the coming up for air program. Mm-hmm. Next time around, we'll also talk about other uh, things that are coming up. But, but coming up for September 11th, there's a collaboration between WGTE and the Toledo Symphony. This is uh, called Lest We Forget, a Commemoration of American Resilience. Musical program, some interviews as well. Uh, this is airing September 11th at 8 o'clock p.m. on WGTE HD on the TV channel. And this is the only place that people can actually see this, this concert, right, Zach? Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. It'll be very special. Well, we look forward to that. September 11th, 8 o'clock p.m. on WGTE-TV. And thanks and kudos to all of you for helping to make this, uh, this collaboration possible. This program is a production of WGTE Public Media in collaboration with our sponsor, the Toledo Symphony, with generous support from the Rita Barber Kern Foundation. You can download episodes of this program as a podcast by going to our website at wgte.org lab. You can also subscribe to us through your podcast app of choice, including Apple and Google Podcasts. Remember, you can check out all the upcoming events at the Symphony by visiting their website, that's toledosymphony.com, and their various social media outlets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find the TSO's streaming platform online at stream.artstoledo.com. My thanks to Zach Vassar, Merwin Sue, Vanessa Gardner, and Elaine Trudell. I'm Brad Cresswell, and this has been Toledo Symphony Lab from FM91.